Welcome to the Keto Camp Podcast. This week's quote comes from Dr. Molly Malouf. When will doctors start prescribing food as medicine? Hello there, my name is Ben Azadi. I am the host of the Keto Camp Podcast. You can learn more about me over at youtube.com slash keto camp. Today's episode lit me up because Dr. Molly Malouf, who is a medical doctor, she talks about this epidemic of obesity, of diabetes, of medication nation, which is America, and not just America, by the way, it's a lot of countries. And she's going to talk about prescribing food as medicine. First and foremost, she shares how the average American household eats toxic, high-sugar, high-carbohydrate, processed junk every single week and what it's doing to our body, what it's doing to our health, and how it's destroying people's lives, literally ending people's lives, the epidemic of diabetes. She shares that every six seconds, somebody dies from the complications, the degeneration of diabetes. She talked about the problem with statins and how you're just trading one problem for a whole host of others. And this is a powerful episode that Molly's going to get into with you. And it resonated so much with me because I saw my father's health deteriorate for so many years on the standard American diet, aka the stupid American diet. And back then, I didn't know what I knew now. And I went the conventional route, and I trusted the conventional doctors, and my father lost his life as a result of it. And if you are somebody who has type 2 diabetes, or you're taking a statin, or you have something going on, and you've been following the conventional route, you have to listen to this episode. Because Molly talks about root cause. She talks about health span, not just lifespan. What's the use of living longer when you are living longer but you're sick. We want health and longevity. And Molly gets into this so brilliantly. She did a fantastic job, and I'll get to her in a few seconds. I just wanna let you know that this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast is sponsored by the world's healthiest coffee beans, which is Purity Coffee Beans. They are the highest antioxidant coffee beans that you could find on the market. They are 100% mold and mycotoxin free, They are organic and processed at a level that you would not believe. If you haven't listened to my interview with the founder of Andrew Salisbury from Purity Coffee, go listen to that episode, which is episode 27 of the Keto Camp Podcast. Most of the coffee that you find at your grocery store and definitely at Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts and all these coffee shops, they're toxic. Coffee is the number one sprayed crop in the world. So the coffee that you're drinking right now probably has mold, mycotoxins, heavy metals possibly, and pesticides and herbicides that are creating leaky gut, opening up your tight junctions. So you got to be very diligent with the coffee that you drink. I love coffee. I know there's amazing benefits to it. It's a great way to get in antioxidants, but it has to come from the right beans. So Purity Coffee, they do things right and that's why I love them so much. I'm actually drinking my cup of coffee right now with some grass-fed ghee and some MCT oil and some sea salt. So if you want to get your bag of beans delivered to your door like I do myself, head over to www.ketocampcoffee.com, and if you enter KetoCamp at checkout, 
you'll get 10% off of your beans. Let's get into this episode with Dr. Molly Maluth. I want to take you on a trip to Peoria, Illinois. It's a microcosm of America. When I was a kid growing up in Peoria, I decided I wanted to be a doctor. So I went to medical school at the University of Illinois. I thought the job of a physician would be getting to figure out really cool cases of interesting pathology. But instead, when I was on rounds at the hospital, I noticed something troubling. Almost every patient that I saw had some kind of chronic disease. It was like there was a zombie apocalypse happening, except no one was running around screaming. Instead, there was a quiet acceptance of what was happening. It occurred to me there was a common thread behind all of this chronic disease that I was seeing. A single factor was increasing the risk of death, and it wasn't high blood pressure, high cholesterol, or elevated blood glucose. No, it's our food. This is a typical middle-class American family living in Peoria, and this is what they eat in a week. In fact, the top three sources of calories in the American diet are refined flour-based desserts, followed by bread and soft drink. And it's not just Peoria. A recent worldwide study of 190 countries found that even though there are more healthy options available than ever before, the world is mostly hungry for junk food. And according to the journalist Michael Moss, packaged processed foods are engineered by companies for optimal palatability by appealing to the selective taste receptors of salt, sugar, and fat. This magical combination causes a jolt of endorphins and dopamine in the brain, which gives us the feeling of reward and desire to continue eating. But the problem with this is that studies have shown that these nutritionally vacant, highly processed foods can trigger addictive behaviors and compulsive overeating. I would argue that junk food is now the most readily available and widely abused drug in the world. But somehow we bought into this idea that we can just take pills to fix ourselves, to lower our cholesterol and blood sugar. But is modern medicine really solving the problem? Take statins. These drugs are commonly prescribed to lower cholesterol, but they also increase the risk of developing type 2 diabetes, muscle and liver damage. And in 2012, the FDA slapped a black box, black box warning on statins, saying they could raise blood glucose levels in people at risk for type 2 diabetes. In 2014, the Statin Diabetes Safety Task Force stated that although statins can lower the relative risk of heart attack, stroke, and death by 25%, they increased diabetes by a relative risk of 12% compared to placebo or usual treatment. So are people trading a heart attack for diabetes? Many, many people believe that diabetes is merely an annoyance and can be easily treated with medicine. But the United Kingdom Prospective <coughs> Diabetes Study clearly showed that after six years of diabetes, oral medications eventually fail in 44% of people and insulin injections are almost inevitable. If our solutions were working, we wouldn't be seeing metabolic disease rates continue to climb. Between 1980 and 2013, global diabetes prevalence skyrocketed from 108 to 382 million people. In 2013, it caused 5.1 million deaths and was responsible for 11% of global healthcare spending. People are losing their limbs and their eyesight and their kidney function. And every six seconds, 
someone dies from this disease, but somehow because it develops slowly, it's less frightening than Ebola or HIV. To quote the editors of the esteemed medical journal, The Lancet, the fact that type 2 diabetes, a largely preventable disorder, has reached epidemic proportion is a public health humiliation. Here's the thing you may not have guessed. Did you know that 80% of our chronic disease burden is totally preventable? For example, one example of a culinary medicine prescription is a Mediterranean diet. It has been proven by multiple randomized controlled clinical trials to reduce the incidence of diabetes and heart disease. And all it requires you to do is lower your intake of red meat, increase your intake of olive oil, regularly consume fish, drink wine in moderation, and have an abundant intake of plant foods. That's it. In 2013, research from the PREDIMED trial found that adherence to the Mediterranean diet not only reduced the risk of cardiovascular disease in individuals that are high risk, but it also resolved the genetic risk for increased fasting glucose in individuals predisposed for diabetes. I believe our biggest problems are our solutions. We need to treat the root cause of chronic disease with better food. But we all know we should eat healthier. Most of us have been educated and quite frankly bombarded with messages on how to live a healthy diet. Even though we know this information and may have a strong desire to follow a healthy diet, we still find ourselves eating and drinking the same foods and beverages. Why is that? Well, according to the psychologist, Dr. Douglas Lyle, the co-author of The Pleasure Trap, humans are wired to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and conserve energy. We become habituated to consuming high caloric processed foods, and if we switch back to natural foods, our pleasure experience drops. Our bodies tell us doing the wrong thing feels right, and doing the right thing feels wrong. But the good news is your, your brain will neurologically adapt back to better back to normal pleasure zone on a natural foods diet. It just takes eight to 10 weeks. Well, there you have it. That was Dr. Molly Maloof. If you want to listen to her full lecture, you could find this on the Wired UK YouTube channel. The name of this video is when will doctors start prescribing food as medicine, health wired. And I'll put that in the notes. If you want to check out Dr. Molly's work, which I highly recommend, head over to drmolly.co. I will also put that in the notes. And I sent an email to Dr. Molly this morning to get her on the Keto Camp podcast for a full 60-minute interview. So stay tuned for that. I definitely want to pick her brain and ask her all about fasting for women, hormonal health, and so much more. If you found value from this episode, please leave the Keto Camp podcast a rating and review on Apple Podcast. It really makes a big difference for the show. So please make sure you do so if you haven't done so already. And take a screenshot of this episode post it on your Instagram story or Instagram profile and tag me in it. My handle is at TheBenazadi, T-H-E-B-E-N-A-Z-A-D-I. I'll be sure to see that and I'll share that on my story and we'll get some people following you back. Let's spread this message all about keto, fasting, performance, and longevity. That's what we're about here on the Keto Camp Podcast. Head over to YouTube for a lot of great video content. We release five brand new videos on the Keto Camp YouTube channel every single week. So head over to youtube.com slash keto camp to learn more. And if you haven't gotten my fasting cheat sheet, which is the top 20 questions on intermittent fasting answered for you, backed up with science, you can head over to www.fastingcheatsheet.com to claim that for free. 
Thank you so much for listening to this entire episode and you'll hear me on the next episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own. And this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.